Revolution. Welcome back. Now that we have a basic definition of a virus, a RNA or DNA genome surrounded by a protein shell called a capsid, let us put that definition into some historical context. When did we humans come to realize that viruses existed? When did we realize they were different from cellular life forms? The viral age began, in terms of human recognition, around 120 years ago. Yet it was not a human disease that brought us to this realization, or even a disease of another animal. It was a disease of tobacco. You heard me right, tobacco. Tobacco was a major cash crop in the United States and around the world in the late 19th century. As you know, it is the leaves that matter. They get dried and cured, rolled and chopped, to make various smoking products, chewing tobacco, and snuff. Tobacco mosaic disease ruins leaves. It is called mosaic because the leaves of infected tobacco plants have a mottled color. This pattern reflects the path of infection as the virus moves throughout a given leaf. Disease causes leaves to be much less efficient at photosynthesis and it grows slower. Slower growth, fewer leaves to use. By the late 19th century, the germ theory of disease had gained a lot of support from European researchers such as Robert Koch in Germany and Louis Pasteur in France. Pasteur had put the last nail in the coffin of spontaneous generation, the very old idea that some diseases, food spoilage and rotting meat, were due to new life forms arising out of non-life. In fact, these issues were due to the presence of specific microbes. Scientists started finding microbial causes for many diseases and other issues such as wine spoiling into vinegar. Robert Koch came up with a set of steps for proving that a particular microbe caused a particular disease, what we now call Koch's postulates. In 1886, Mayer showed that he could take leaves from a tobacco plant suffering from mosaic disease, crush the leaves, squeeze out some juice, paint that juice onto the leaves of a healthy plant, and see the disease occur again. Ivanovsky went further in 1892 to show that he could pass the juice from infected leaves through a filter that normally catches bacteria, and the filtered juice could still cause disease. Meyer and Ivanovsky both thought tobacco mosaic disease was caused by some type of bacterium, maybe just a really small one. Martinus Beigerink thought differently. He repeated Ivanovsky's filtration experiment and went on to show that the cause of tobacco mosaic disease could diffuse to a block of auger. Bacteria cannot do that. And so in 1898, Beigerink put forward a strikingly different proposal. Tobacco mosaic disease is caused by something different. In his words, quote, a contagium vivum fluidum, close quote. He could not define it further, but it was not a bacterium. Beigerink's contagium vivum fluidum turned out to be the first virus ever discovered, which now goes by the name tobacco mosaic virus, or TMV. The next big step was for TMV to be crystallized. In fact, it was the first virus to be crystallized by the American Wendell Stanley in 1935, for which he won a partial share of a Nobel Prize in 1946. It is important to note that Stanley thought the particles he crystallized were purely protein. It was actually not pure protein, as shown by Body, Baden and Peary in England in 1936. There was roughly 6% of the mass due to RNA. Many scientists at the time believed that Baden and Peary were 
equally worthy of a Nobel Prize, but it was only Stan Stanley who was recognized. In 1956, Franco Conrad showed that TMV RNA alone was able to initiate full-blown disease when inoculated onto wounded tobacco leaves. This data proved that the viral genome alone codes for all the necessary proteins needed for disease symptoms and to produce infectious viral particles. Just a year later, Andre LeWolf, who would go on to share a Nobel Prize for his work on gene regulation, wrote out a description of a virus that still works today. Quote, Infectious, potentially pathogenic, nucleoproteinic entities possessing only one type of nucleic acid, which are reproduced from their genetic material and are unable to grow and to undergo binary fission. Close quote. TMV has continued to be the subject of much basic and applied research, yet for us, it will always be the start of the viral age. See you next time on Genomics Revolution as we begin to hear from guest host of the 2020 Hiram College Genetics course on some other important viruses and their genomes.